in California, no less. I mean, and nothing about it feels Halloween-y. There are no... What? Nothing about it feels like Halloween. Come on. There's no Halloween. The leaves blowing around, um, the kids banging against the window in the costumes. You got the pumpkins everywhere, the party they had in the basement. Oh, yeah, because every nothing says Halloween like a basement party. Jamie, they ignored Turkey Tuesday Meatloaf Monday. You got to give them it was it was in fucking California. It doesn't even get cold in California, or at least there. I mean, it it just oh, it was you can't have Halloween. It doesn't feel like Halloween when there are it, fucking palm trees. It would have been <laughs> oh, like Halloween one. Listen, it would have been California. <laughs> this place up it looks like a bomb went off definitely time to pick up the bones see what's left of all this see what i could do here you may know me my name is alex i was on the skeleton crew from 2012 to 2020 the skeleton crew basically officially ended june 5th 2020 its final released show was october 30th 2020 you have not heard anything for basically one full year. The last Skeleton Crew production you've seen or heard, seen, was my fan film Friday the 13th Nine Lives. So, I felt it best that at this stage of the game, considering everything, that the best thing, if I were to do anything at all, would be a solo cast. Not a big production, no schedules, nobody subjected to my neuroses, for better or for worse. Just me, a mic, the genre, the boneheads who've been listening for eight plus years, and this dungeon. It would not be fair to call it the Skeleton Crew anymore. I've toyed with a few names, Bare Bones, Skeleton Bones, we did that one time I think. Exoskeleton? I don't know. Haven't really settled on a name. I think uh, when you see this, if you're listening, you'll see what the title was of the new show. (laughs) So maybe I thought about it right before I pressed send, and maybe it was one of the things I just said. I don't know. But anyway, I was going to start this show in grandiose fashion and uh, make it about um, Halloween kills, but I might save that for something closer to Halloween, and maybe I'll take notes like I always used to. 
to keep it on par with everything else that I've ever done. You know, I mean, I want to big my big show out of the gate. My big review is going to be uh, a lame ass one. You know what I mean? Don't want to do that. So instead, um, this is like the introduction to the solo cast. Obviously, like I said, I've been gone for a year. You've heard nothing from me in in all that time. So instead, I wanted to make this show about um, the skeleton crew. I mean, that's why you're all here, right? So I might as well um, button that up before I start with my next venture. And hopefully you guys are would be interested in, in joining me on that. That'd be great. So for the skeleton crew, looking back on that, although at times it was one big roller coaster ride, I think it, it was regardless of if the roller coaster was crazy at some points or not. Roller coasters are mostly fun, but there always are those times when you're going upside down and twirling and things are chaotic, right? So I don't think the Skeleton Crew is anything but a roller coaster ride, and it's the one that I look back on very fondly. This is a very different venture, the solo cast, compared to what I've done, because I've always had a great team with me. That was my security all the time. I felt I could be myself and bring something fresh and different to podcasting. And I'll be safe in that because I have a good supporting cast, a great supporting cast. Better than I could have hoped. Normally you get a decent person and usually a lame with you. But I had Dan and Jamie. I was pretty secure that things were going to go well regardless of anything I'm throwing and hoping it sticks to a wall. With them, almost anything you do will stick to the wall. They'll make it stick to the wall. And they'll make it work. You know, you I, I could have d- done all the same approaches with other people and it would have kind of been crickets. And it just wouldn't have been magic. But I was lucky enough to be with them and then lucky enough to be with Dave and Jamie. And then have that like crazy... Dave wanting his old show back and then having Dan and Jamie back and finishing it out that way. That's like one of those credits, like probably like um, what a Miami Heat fan thought when, you know, LeBron James came back. Like you thought, well, that's never going to happen. That would just be weird. But no, he he actually did come back and he was there to finish. Well, he wasn't there to finish anything out, but (laughs) Dan was. So that aspect was pretty magical in itself that something you thought completely fell apart, the fact that we were able to get back together showed that there was a there was a genuine love there. You know, those things don't just happen. And I was so grateful for that 2017 season. Season 5 was one of my favorite seasons of the Skeleton Crew ever. And season 4 with Dave. That was so cool to mix the banana laser thing with Skeleton Crew and me being friends with him since 2004 and then doing a show full-time with him, you know, and doing two shows. I think I was simultaneously on the Banana Laser show at that time. That was a dream come true to just hang with him all the time doing this stuff. Having Jamie, somebody, somebody that you know is always so happy to be there and they wanted to do it with you and someone who knew... That she had so much to bring to the table. She knew she could improve the show in 2013. 
we have those funny pictures of me, Dan, and Jamie being Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman of the Bulls. I in no way think I'm the Michael Jordan of horror podcasting, but it was just a funny, uh, it's just a funny thing. It's it's about being a team, and when you want to be the best, you don't necessarily look at other podcasts and think you want to be better than them. It was never anybody in particular. When I wanted to be the best, it was to be my best. And I wanted Dan to be his best. And I wanted Jamie to be her best. As a leader, the lead host, my job was to bring that out of them. And in turn, they would make me the best because of what they did with the things I led with. I had to play to Dan's strong points. I had to play to Jamie's strong points. And I knew how to do that. I was able to read them because we were, there was, like I said, a genuine friendship, a genuine love. The chemistry was so easy. It was so laid back that that's what makes you your best. When you could do something effortlessly. I did the work ahead of time. I took what I felt were the best notes. Taking notes, preparation. See, I'm not a natural great talent at any of this type of stuff. Otherwise, I'd probably be doing it for a living. I wouldn't be just doing it for fun, sitting in a microphone in a dungeon for no reason. You would have heard of me already. I would have been the next uh, Dopey and Anthony or whatever. I don't think anybody could be the next Howard Stern, but I would have been one of the other people if I had a, a real natural great gift or anything like that. So since I don't, where I thrived was my preparation and note-taking. But none of that would have mattered without a strong supporting cast. So going into this and not having that, now I have to find a way to engage you on another level where it just feels like me talking to you. Unfortunately, I can't get an answer out of you, (laughs) but um, I have to present this in a way where that answer is not needed. Entertain, that's always been the goal. To take the original source material and re-entertain you with it. One of the uh, aspects of being a, uh, I guess, fanboy, or a fan of anything entertainment-wise, wasn't necessarily the re-watching. I didn't need to re-watch things all the time to live them. The thought of it in my mind, how it lives in my mind. So my goal in a podcast was to take this movie And instead of you just watching what's on screen, and that is all you have to go by, I would take it, take your brain, plop you into this movie, and we would navigate through it. We would live it out. It would be like the Friday the 13th video game, where now you're running through the Pakanak Lodge campgrounds. You're now going into the party house in the final chapter. You're going into the Jarvis house. You're going in Tommy's bedroom. Well... Maybe that would be inappropriate, but we're, you know, you know what I mean. We're navigating through it in a a totally new way where now I'm taking your love for this movie and gave you another way to love it, another reason to love it. The only difference with this solo cast is I will be doing it two years and two months clean and sober. June 5th was a sobering experience in itself, but there weren't too many sober experiences on this show. 
So this will be a new aspect in itself going forward. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that stuff. Talk about the skeleton crew, the aspects of, of horror podcasting, podcasting in general. The skeleton crew was my greatest creative experience. Married with Children podcast being second. Nine Lives movie in there somewhere. Maybe in between. It was just such a short thing. And I did record a um, audio, co- a video commentary for that movie. I just did it in one take and didn't think about anything before I did it. So I'm going to go listen back and see if I think that would suffice. Um, and then I'll release that as well. Hopefully you guys watched that movie. Um, that movie was just a fun, dumb thing done with a cell phone. Um, all the scenes were pretty much written uh, a day or two before the weekend came where everybody was able to get together again and film. Nothing was thought out. No storylines were thought out. Um, the only reason we it looked like we had anything thought out is because we knew we were going to a drive-in movie theater that weekend. So we said, well, let's, uh, let's film something there. We knew that... Uh, there was an abandoned camp near so-and-so's house. So we said, well, okay, well, then we'll, we'll write stuff in there. Okay. Uh, and then when we were there, well, let's have Jason, you know, walk through here and do this and that. Oh, cool. What's that, a deer stand? Let's have him go up there. That'd be cool. It makes no sense, but we'll make it a dream, you know? It was something like that. It, uh, what, we, have, we know we have, we have a Halloween party coming up. Let's ask everybody if they're willing to die in our movie. Things like that. And, and we did that on the first or second day of shooting the movie. We didn't even know that we were going to really use any of those, but we wrote things around it as we went on to make it make sense. I would like to see what I could do if I actually wrote a movie from beginning to end and actually thought it out. I did have a really good idea for something like that, but I don't think it's going to happen. So don't don't look forward to that. I don't think it's going to happen, but I did have a really great concept. Um, I just have to see if, if it's ever going to be doable. I'm not really sure. So anyway... The Skeleton Crew will always live on in my heart. Very proud of it, even though I've been revisiting some shows and I cannot believe I talk like that. <laughs> God, is that how I talked at 32? Amazing. It was magic to me, and most of the magic were the people I've met along the way and the friendships I've made. That will always be the most special part, whether it be with my co-hosts or the listeners. I was never the guy who didn't reply to people who commented on the show. I have been listening to podcasts probably since I started doing it. When I write to people, and I've just for the hell of it to see if they would ever respond, I probably wrote five times to each show here and there or whatever. I would say that 10% of everything I've ever written has been responded to. You know, some podcasters take themselves really seriously and treat listeners of podcasts as if they were like fans of movie stars one of the best things i look back on is that i was never that guy to think i was better than anybody to think that i was a celebrity or anything so until i have absolutely nothing to say then um i'll do the solo cast and it'll be about hopefully 20 minutes you figure me talking on my own with no responses how much more would i have to say about how much more could it last right than 20 minutes per per movie review or whatever i'm talking about if i have 30 minute shows that means that i had so many things that i felt were compelling or interesting or had to be said or whatever 
that I, it lasted that long. So if they're longer shows, that's probably a good thing. That means there was so many good things I couldn't cut anything out. God, that's great, right? Let's hope that's the problem. Let's hope I face that problem every week or every two. I don't. That's the other thing. I have no schedule. Don't expect a schedule. That's one thing I want to get away from. Drama that I create, schedules, expectations, pressure, a lack of social life because I'm sitting here in the dungeon producing. These will be very simple. I, I don't think I will be doing heavy producing. For the Halloween movie I'm going to review, I might actually want to um, pull clips for that since we can, since it's already on um, Peacock. So it's actually easy to pull clips, and it's like odd to do that for a movie that just came out, so that would be cool to actually do, since you don't normally ever get to do that. But it wouldn't be clip-heavy, just just me. When I make fun of something, I want to play it so that you at least uh, can hear what I think is stupid. Like, hey, asshole, out here! You know, things like that. I'm sure people who know our 11th show will get that reference. But that's it, guys. So I'm excited to embark on this solo cast adventure hopefully it goes well Um, it will probably be my last venture in podcasting please this goes to everybody I want to do a solo cast it's by choice I'm sure I could put feelers out there and, and put a show together but that is not the goal so please do not offer Um, don't offer to come on with me. Um, usually that always goes well. Just having a guest on the show, that's never gone wrong. Except for Eric Morris. Ghouls and scares, everybody! You know, it's so funny, I just listened to that show. No, I listened to the one after that. Because now that, uh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. So, Skeleton Crew announcement, I uploaded most every show to, um, the podcast app again. I was able to find them all. It was very hard to get every single show together because they were all named weird things. They were done on different computers, but somehow I found every show. I uploaded them all. So, you know, I did my own little uh, revisiting to hear what we used to do, and I was cracking up. Um, we were talking about Eric Morse, I guess. I don't Probably the show after or the one after that. I really don't remember. It had to be recent. Oh, I think it was the one that Jerry Vitetta was on. I think it was... Um, the, cur- the Curse of Chucky review and the Carrie and Curse of Chucky show. And Dan was like, he we were talking about Eric and Dan just kept going, Ghouls and scares, everybody! Ghouls and scares! Because I guess that's how that guy used to intro his stuff. <laughs> I gotta go play that back. That's great. Um, it... Plays up, I guess, the fact how vicious Michael could be because he, in that scene, he's going after, he's trying to run down basically um, two handicapped children. <laughs> Too bad he wasn't trying to run down Eric Morse. Ghouls! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just... yeah. Hey guys, I'm running around campus and I roll <laughs> off the hood of a car. You fucking idiot, shut up. <laughs> got this burger that I'm gonna review. Um, they made me pay for it. But, oh, wow, ghouls and scares. <laughs> that was the good stuff, man. That's the stuff I miss. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, I hope to recapture a lot of that magic with uh, just me. 
Yeah, I don't think it'll be magical, actually, with just me, but uh, I hope to give you the same uh, brand, the same um, vibe, the same um, flavor of of what you are into, you know? I hope I can recreate that by myself. Uh, I'll give it a shot. Listen, if if I do ten episodes and I think this is a colossal waste of time, then my last venture into podcasting will be a short one. I can tell you that. So, yeah, uh, look for Halloween Kills review by me. Look for um, the Friday the 13th, Nine Lives fan film commentary. That's all I could think of now. I will try to do it as often as I can or as often as I'm compelled to. Um, I definitely will try to not have huge gaps in between. If it's going to be bi-weekly, I want to stick to that. You know, Again, no pressure, but... I don't want to also be too lax with it and totally, you know, if people are hanging with me, then then let's go. Let's do it, you know. Uh, then I won't, you know, be a dick and just like, I don't care, man. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, that's closing the book on the Skeleton Crew. That's definitely over with. Can there be a show out of the blue just for the hell of it? Somebody says, hey, let's just get together. Sure. The odds of that happening are are almost zero. And it's funny, the one time I stop, I end a show, which was a final show, the one time I say we're not going to say final show is when it ended up being just that. So it only goes to show you guys because you never know. All right. See you around Halloween.